everybody. This is pop culture critic John Tatey welcoming you back to Pop Mom, the podcast where culture is relative. Yes, it's time again for my mom, Bonnie Tatey, to share her view of pop culture, small town life, and the riddles of human nature. Oh, oh, oh. On this episode, Mom reviews Super Bowl 54. Let's bring Mom in now. Are you ready for some Pop Mom? Yeah. Sing the second line. A Tuesday afternoon party. (laughs) I bet nobody has said that before. (laughs) How are you, Mom? (laughs) I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. You know, uh, the uh, the other day I played the best game of pinball maybe I've ever played. I saw. Yeah, that was something else. Where's your arcade? Well, it is an arcade called um, the Galloping Ghost Arcade, and it must be one of the biggest arcades in the world. Uh, In terms of number of machines it has, it certainly puts Fun Spot to shame. It it just has. Yeah, this place has, they have more than 750 um, individual, like distinct arcade machines uh, in this place. Oh, gosh. And I've been there a few times, and they had... um, a number of pinball machines for a while, and then they disappeared, which, you know, is not an uncommon story. So right. I just thought, well, no pinball. Well, it turns out uh, the Galloping Ghost has a pinball wing now that's like down the street oh, just a little bit oh. from the main Galloping Ghost arcade. So I went and I went with a buddy of mine. There were 30 pinball machines there. So it's not a huge complex like the other arcade, but um, they were just in perfect condition and working well and clearly put together by someone who cares um, and just so many great machines to choose from. So I was in heaven, but um, Twilight Zone, which is my favorite pinball machine, uh, I did get on that. And in my second Mm -hmm. game, I think I got the highest score I've ever gotten and played for like half an hour. I don't know how long the game was. It just kept going. Mom, I was in the zone. I was in the Twilight Zone. It was a great feeling. So I kind of feel like I know a little bit of how the winners of the Super Bowl feel the day after. Because I just woke up today with a spring in my step. Whoa! Wow. Well, two things may I comment. I'm going to have to tell Captain Picard the bad news. What do you mean? Don't you have a Star Trek pinball machine? Yeah. And now you've pronounced another one your favorite very sad. Yes. The Star Trek and Twilight Zone are the uh, two pinball machines that uh, I fixed up and played the hell out of when that used to be a uh, hobby of mine. Um, fixing them up was really almost as much fun as playing them. That was very satisfying, too. But yeah. um, Twilight Zone, I think, may, might be the best pinball machine ever made. So, yeah, I do have to I do have to say that's my favorite. But I love the Star Trek uh, The Next Generation one as well. So don't be too sad, Captain Picard. He's got a new TV show. What does he care? Yeah, yeah. Hey, should we should we review that sometime, by the way? Yes, of course, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. And two, you know, if you made a little more room in your laundry room, you too could have a pinball arcade in your own house. You know, um, it's been, what is it now, like a six-month saga plus waiting for my piano to yeah. arrive and it's still stuck up at the shop and I thought I was getting it this week and now it's not this week I can't imagine 
going through the process of making room for another giant thing. That's funny because I can. Yeah, can you? Are you low on room? Do you want to get into this right now? Okay. No. Okay. Okay. No. Good. No, All right. no, 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 no. All right. Excellent. That's what I thought. Is there any non-football happenings in your life, Mom? No. Not a no, blessed still have a thing. Thought. Okay. Should we just get along to the Super Bowl then? I, th- I think we should, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. wait. I did want to say we had some listeners that were going to the uh, Rose Apothecary pop-up shop, and uh, I ordered online. So I have two uh, lip balms from... Schitt's Creek Rose Apothecary, and I'm so happy to have them. Oh, so you're the gist of the story is that somebody on Twitter helped you find something to buy, (laughs) some useless tchotchke to buy. You know, from somebody that just spent three hours in an arcade wasting his time the other day so he could put his initials that nobody will know who you are. You have a lot of nerve. You're feeling feisty today, and I can tell you're looking to have a fight. (laughs) I think you're projecting a little bit. Really? Well, I'm ready. (laughs) Bring it on, buddy. All right, moving along. I wanted to give a kind thank you to to our, uh, yeah, and you stomped all over it. All right. Who was this now? Is this Michelle G? Yes. Yes. Michelle, loyal listener Michelle G told mom that there is a Schitt's Creek themed pop-up store that you can order from online. Is that right? Well, you can order some items online. I don't know if they had the full Monty, but they they had lip gloss for $8, so I got two of those. Okay, good. Oh, $8. What a deal. Um Schitt's Creek store. So thank you, Michelle G, for helping mom find some more crap to buy. Oh, Johnny, <laughs> you are just so horrible. I, You don't watch Schitt's Creek, but I said that just like the mother. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> sort of. Okay. Okay. Sincere thanks, Michelle G. That yes. was really, isn't it fun to share your fandom with people and now to have people chiming in and sort of tipping you off to things? Love How fun it. is that? It's fantastic. See? Boy, doing a podcast, it never gets old. Never. Except when I'm editing. And it, it gets a little old sometimes. Oh, Johnny. <laughs> but, see, <laughs> see, this is your this is not me. This is all you. What happened to you this morning? What's going on in your life? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um no, all right. Uh, let's see. I know you got a lot to say about the Super Bowl, so let's do I it, do. right? All right. Okay, here we go. This week, Mom was reviewing Super Bowl 54. They say that the entertainment industry is plagued by sequelitis, and there's no better example than Super Bowl 54, the 53rd sequel to a football game played by a bunch of guys in 1967. Boy, you wouldn't think that would make a adorable franchise, but it sure has. Everybody watches it if only because everybody else does. The stars change, the setting changes, the musical numbers change, but the basic plot remains the same. Large men have an elaborate fight over a brown oval for a few hours, and whoever does a better job of it will be declared national heroes. This year's Super Bowl was broadcast on Fox by Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. The Kansas City Chiefs were victorious, 
31 to 20. Sorry if I spoiled it for you. Here is a clip. <laughs> Chiefs need some Mahomes magic. Launches down the middle. Hill open. Caught. And they get it. Kansas City. The big play. Super Bowl 54 aired on Fox last Sunday. It's over. If you want to see it, I don't know. Probably you can find it somewhere. Mom, was the Super Bowl a home run or more of an own goal? What was the second thing you said? An own goal? That's a bad thing in soccer. Well, anyway, it was a bad thing in football. What? This was a great Super Bowl. No, no, no. There was absolutely no tension in this house at all. I have to say, very relaxing to watch when you do not have a dog in the... Uh, that's not what I wanted to say. Uh, when you don't have a... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> when you don't have a team in it, it's just not that compelling to watch. <laughs> I don't think. Well, you know, and I don't love football like you... Yeah. So, yeah. So we might as well have watched two different complete shows because my concentration was on commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, the price of hot dogs, $14 for a dog. A oh, dogs? really? Oh, I yeah. didn't see that. <laughs> this is a great fact you pulled out of the broadcast. $14. Good God. Can you imagine? Oh, like they're not gouging you enough with the tickets, but I digress here. And I did want to ask you about a production thing that I noticed, and perhaps I noticed it incorrectly, but it seemed to me there was not much of a look at the uh, audience. Oh, oh. Uh, Interesting observation that uh, had not occurred to me, but uh, I believe it. It was just all on the field. I was very... Again, for me, the game with two people, with two teams that I don't really care about, I'm sort of looking to see the reaction of the fans and what they're thinking and feeling. And uh, Now, I do have to say that I did leave at towards the end of the third quarter. You did? Yeah. It was, it was such a close-fought game, though. So exciting. No. I didn't care about either team. And really, my only preference was that uh, Jimmy Garofalo would win because he's cute. So, you know, I think Andy Reid's a big poop. So, Andy Reid is the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, for those who don't know. And uh, and used to be he's... head coach of the Eagles, who we, who we hate. No, no, we don't hate. We don't hate anyone. You're right, because Tom Brady says, what do we tell people? The haters and we tell them we love them and they w- we wish them the best so there you go is that what tom brady says really yes what a nice message from your favorite player uh tom brady also appeared in the commercial lineup what did you think of his big spot for hulu hulu the tom brady <laughs> hulu commercial well first I'm of so all, glad we're was- talking about it it was a sin that he didn't have your take on it, how to say it correctly, because that would have yeah, been he didn't wonderful. say it right. You're right. According to the script they just gave me, Hulu also has your favorite cable channels, plus the greatest shows, movies, and originals of all time. 
So it's time to say goodbye to TV as you know it. But me? I'm not going anywhere. But I gave a sigh like a 14-year-old girl from 1960 <laughs> that just met Elvis Presley. I was, I loved it. I said, this is what I said. Oh, he's not going anywhere. Love it. Well, it was just a commercial, though, you know, right? No, Mom, no, it wasn't. Legally... No, it was a secret message to all of us. Well, it was an open secret, first of all. And second of all, it, it doesn't mean anything. It means everything to me. Everything. I am taking it to the bank. You want the root of this to translate for people is that you really want Tom Brady back on the Patriots next year. Is that right? That is correct. What if he decides to retire? Is that okay? Yes, I'm all right with that. But you don't. Okay, so you don't want him playing somewhere else. That is correct. That would break my heart. Yeah, well, I don't want that either, but he doesn't know us anything. If he wants to go play football somewhere else just for a change of pace. Nope. Nope. For a year or two? Fine. No. Uh-uh. No. That that would be wrong. That would just be wrong. Well, Sorry. what did you think of the com- what did you think of the commercial? Did it make you want to sign up for Halo? <laughs> I already am signed up. Oh, no. that's right. Uh it didn't make me want to do anything but breathe a sigh of relief that I feel like that was a real message. Okay. So uh what's your grade for the Hulu commercial? A plus. A plus. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, the Hyundai commercial with the Boston accents. Uh, we've got John Krasinski, um, Rachel Dratch. Who else? Who was the third guy? Chris something? Yes. And Big Poppy. Oh, yeah. And David Ortiz, Big Poppy, Red Sox hero. So there's a lot of Boston. Who was the other guy? Chris Evans. Chris Evans. There you go. Okay, so Hyundai had a commercial with John Krasinski, Rachel Dratch, Chris Evans, now we know, uh, for Smart Park. Or uh, how did they say it in the commercial, Mom? <laughs> Smart Park. Look at these two troublemakers. Hey, Johnny, how are you? Wicked car. Is that new? Yeah, it's a Sonata. Let me pack it. Oh, you're not fitting your car in there. Chris, stop being a smarty fan, all right? Look who's got Smart Park. Smart pack. Just hit the clicker. Car packs itself. Smart pack. So we certainly are familiar with the Boston accent. It's not quite the same as the New Hampshire accent. No. Um, how would you assess, you know, can you give a grade to their accents? How about that? Uh, well, of course, they were very overdone. Uh, yeah. But I thought it was a very, very funny commercial. <laughs> yeah, huh. you approve of this one? I do. I do. But I just read just breaking news that Hyundai is uh, closing down its plant in China in China because of problems shipping stuff here due to the yeah. coronavirus. The so coronavirus. Yeah. I can't imagine a more. Thank ill-tuned. you for injecting this note of levity into our <laughs> Super Bowl commercial <laughs> review. Hey, I'm just trying to cover all the ground. 
I don't think the people look to us for the breaking news. Okay. All right. Well, then you can take that out. But anyway, I thought it was very funny. I would love a car that parked itself because I, I cannot parallel park. Ah. You don't need to do that too often in New Hampshire, but it does no, come up. It does. Well, half half of Main Street in Concord is now uh, parallel parking, so oh, that's sort really? of wiped out for me. Yeah. Did they put in a bike lane or something? Why did they do that? It's just parallel parking. Not parallel. But they used yeah, to, parallel they parking. They used to have diagonal parking. That's right. I on, guess on parallel both parking sides. takes up less space. Yeah. See, now this is what people listen to the podcast for, in case you're wondering. Yeah. Town planning. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Small town planning in New Hampshire. I mean, That's Concord's right. not a small town, but not a big one. Well, it it's small enough. <laughs> anyway, I thought this commercial was very clever and uh, very funny. I, okay. I really enjoyed this one. And will you be buying a Hyundai Sonata? Uh, I will not, Because they can't even ship them ship to you, right? Because of all the people who are dying. So tune in again for Pop Mom, the fun <laughs> podcast that's fun. <laughs> okay. Um, Lego Master. They were pushing this pretty hard. Oh, my gosh. I'm very excited to see this. They look very, the the uh, creations that they make look very complex. Legos, I don't understand too much at all, although I can testify that they are very, very hurdy on your feet if you step on one. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of um, course. Uh, and that is pretty much my expertise in Legos, but this looks very interesting where it looks like I'm not, is it individuals or teams that will build a uh, a project? And then it looks like they blow up the not winners or something like that. I don't know. Tune in and see. It starts the 5th. Wednesday. I don't know. It looks very, very interesting. And it may stink. It sounds like we may need to review this too. Okay. Yeah. Lego Master, put it on yeah. the roster. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that could be fun. Will Arnett, um, I don't know if you know, he played Lego Batman in those Lego movies. Um, so oh. he's really managed to work this Lego angle to his advantage. Props to him. Yeah, I don't know. I saw him on a talk show a few months ago. He seemed very grumpy. So did he? What was the talk show? The View. I know you love those ladies on the View. <laughs> I think it was uh, Kelly and Ryan. Okay, and he was grumpy, huh? Yeah, he was sort of surly. Uh, I didn't really understand that, but you know, I don't oh. really understand show. Did he get into it with Ryan? No. Kelly? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He was just like, I don't want to tell you about my movie. Shut up. He was, well, <laughs> he wasn't quite that grumpy. But uh, anyway, I digress here. Mr. Peanut it was another one on your list you wanted to talk about. I did want to talk about this one because yeah. people, after I saw it, you know, I thought, oh, that's that's nice. That's cute. Because, of course, during the week, there was lots of talk of Mr. Peanut is dead. and um, So tell us, tell us what happens in the commercial. So what happens in the commercial is that a lot of uh, commercial icons, Mr. Clean, more than I could get a real good look at, are all gathered for Mr. Peanut's funeral. And apparently mm. the Kool-Aid man sheds a tear. That's right. That's right. 
and grows baby Mr. Peanut. I'm not sure what we're going to call him or what he's called, uh, but he he comes out and he talks like, like what, Baby Yoda or something? Well, I don't know what he talks like. He makes like porpoise noises. What is happening? What is that? Is that a baby nut? Just kidding. I'm back. Yeah, he talks like a dolphin. A dolphin. And then he says, just kidding. And it's so it's baby Mr. Peanut, which I thought was cute. When I got online the next morning, people were just incensed about this commercial. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I don't know why, but they they felt, I don't know, cheated or tricked or something. But there was quite an outrage among the small circle of people that I I watch on Facebook. So a few weeks ago when we reviewed um, Star Wars, I kind of ranted about the Chewbacca bait and switch, where it's like, right. oh, we're so sad Chewbacca's dead. And it's like, oh, no, he's not. Nope. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I kind of ranted about that, but it was it was all in good fun, and I was kidding, and someone wrote in and said, actually, there was another ship there, ha-ha, and... And, you know, I felt I was knowingly silly about being angry that right. a, a guy in a brown fursuit was dead or not. You know, right. like right. emotional attachment to a character is real. Sure. But I felt a little silly about that. Can't imagine how I'd feel about I, myself if I were felt cheated by the Mr. Peanut mythos. Like, it's just not a narrative <laughs> universe that I've ever really felt held such a firm grasp on my life. But you're telling me that for some people it was upsetting. Apparently, yes. Again, I don't understand, so I can't explain it to you. You don't. So you don't un- you don't identify deeply with Mr. Peanut either. Well, he's familiar to me, but you know that he died. Okay. You know, I Is he? I mean, do we really know Mr. Peanut? I don't know, nor do I really care. Uh, yes, just the point I'm driving at. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I do like an old advertising icon. Sure. You know, the Kool-Aid man, Mr. Clean, they're all very, yeah. you know. Mr. Dirty. <laughs> Less beloved, but still, it deserves his due. <laughs> I haven't met him yet. Yeah. Um But the idea for the commercial I thought was very clever, and I enjoyed it, so... There you go. Okay, so what's your grade for the Mr. Peanut commercial? Um, I would give it an A. I, I liked it. An A, okay. <laughs> Quiet. Okay. I'm going to come out sometime and record so I can see all those people. Oh, yeah. You should, the, all your big fans, they're here every week. <laughs> what do you think of Pop Mom, everybody? <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> Cheetos, can't touch that. MC oh, Hammer. My God. Love this. Love this. I'm telling you. Really? Come on, Yes, Mom. I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you why. Tell us what, you know, recap the commercial for us first, and then, t- you know, so that we can have a mental picture in our head. Well, obviously, the problem that we all run into when we eat these cheese snacks that have cheese powder on them is it gets all over our hands, and it is messy, 
and you never quite know what to do. So the the joke is that you you don't know what to do with your cheesy hand. And so they used MC Hammer's song from the 80s. Can't uh, boy, I want to say like Can't Touch is like 1990 maybe. Oh, that early. Okay. Which I remember very well because of the pants that he wore which were which <laughs> I have which I have since seen the drop crotch pant that he wore um right they're called parachute pants a somewhat more elegant name for them well they called them drop crotch on what is the show where they designed clothes oh that, project Run- runway project really runway, drop right. crotch okay yeah. so that's the fashionista name for them got it and I can remember that those pants were quite the rage. Uh, they still look to me like you have a pant load of poop. Uh, but at one time, they were very fashionable. Mm-hmm. Well, pooping yourself was, you know, a fad <laughs> in the early 90s. I don't so. think so. No, I don't think so. Poop Pants MC Hammer, he was called for a while. <laughs> but I remember a neighbor made a pair for her uh, granddaughter. And I thought, wow, you know, she's pretty cool. Uh, She made a pair of very, quote, unquote, fashionable pants. I don't think my kids would wear those. Anyway. Is uh, that the story? Hey, they can't all be blockbusters. Yes, that's the story. Well, that's why you love this commercial? Well, it made me think of her. I did like the song. I thought... I thought it was funny to see it reprised like this. So you were happy to see MC Hammer again? I was. I was so happy. I just, this commercial just made me happy. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, it's pretty terrible. I mean, this commercial is just like, it came out of the Super Bowl commercial, like injection molding machine. Oh, please. (laughs) Fondly remembered music star. animated mascot and then this commercial comes out speaking of pooping it out the machine just poops this commercial out well speaking of mascots this is a good moment for me to ask you what the hell is the chief's mascot i saw it standing in the end zone jiggling around it looks like a mouse to me but that doesn't make any sense what is it it's a wolf it's a wolf i forget what it's named yeah i wrote about that in the column at one point this year too i think well that doesn't make any sense casey wolf casey wolf is the name of the mascot what i gathered um when i was doing the mascot column earlier this year uh for those who don't know block and tackle column wrapping up uh in a couple days on avclub.com that I think the wolf was named after like a group of fans. Like, you know how the Cleveland Browns have the dog pound yes. and that's the name for their, you know, most rabid fans. Yes. Um, the Kansas city chiefs had, I'm pretty sure this, the wolf pack. And then from that, um, Casey wolf was uh, yeah. crafted and aren't, aren't we all so much better <laughs> off that I explained all that, but the answer no, is that it's, I'm a no wolf. clearer. Uh, to tell you neither the am truth. I I'm more confused okay. than when I started my opening my mouth so <laughs> but that's the story okay all right and I kept saying to dad what is that what is that thing uh and then all I could think about was Chuck E. Cheese the Chuck E. Cheese mouse uh oh, yeah. anyway he does I look digress. like Chuck E. Cheese 
Isn't the um, Chuck E. Cheese mouse Chuck E. Cheese? Yes, I guess. I've never been to Chuck E. So. Cheese. Neither have I. Neither have I. It looked like this dreamland when I was a little kid and I would see the commercials on TV, but we didn't really have any near us, right? No. We didn't have anything near us. No. So Chuck E. Cheese just seemed like a wonderland, and maybe it's best that it stayed that way, that we never went and I never had to experience the real thing. Although as a kid, it probably would have been amazing. Probably. So thanks for depriving me of that, Mom. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Uh, I did want to comment on this 5G thing that they, at the beginning, they must have said 5G. Oh, I don't know, 20 times and then showed you all the cameras with 5G. And boy, did I not get that at all. What is G? What is G? 5G what? 5G is is the latest cellular network, cellular data network. And what Um, does it do? It goes faster and it pumps more data out that we don't need and it pumps more electromagnetic waves through us and it's faster, faster, faster and they can't wait to charge us more for it and sell it to us and make us depend on it. Okay. They just want to stick it right into our veins electronically. All right. Well, I'm out. Well, you're Uh, not going to have any choice. Really? Yeah. It'll be years before it's here in New Hampshire, so I'm not worried. Well, it's coming for you. How fast do I have to look up things on Craigslist anyway? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's just the next stage in the assimilation. They just want to they want to connect the data directly through your optic nerve into your brain. That's what they want. <laughs> and they're just this 5G means that they're getting a little bit closer and they're very proud of it. They are. So they want to tell And the first, did you see the first camera with a 5G wireless enabled, like they taped a cell phone to a camera is what they did in essence. They, you know, they put a nice logo on it and everything. Yeah. Well, how nice was it? I really, I said I could have printed a sticker like that and stuck it on my phone. And that <laughs> I know. This... It didn't look like anything. Nothing. But Joe Bug was just like, look at this. Yep. Oh, the gods of technology have smiled upon us today, America. Well, and let me say this while we touch there. That mm. I thought Joe Buck and Troy Aikman did a very nice job. And did you see the graphic where uh, Joe Buck's father called, was it the fourth game they were comparing? Super fourth Bowl. Or- yeah, it was the 50th anniversary, as you might imagine, of Super Bowl four, And uh, Jack Buck called that game. Um, so I thought that was nice. Both of, I did both too. Both you and I have read Joe Buck's memoir, um, Lucky Bastard. Much of which is about um, his relationship with his father and how sad it often made him. He yes. seemed to take a certain pride in that moment, in that connection. Um, so I was happy for him. Yeah. You know, he takes a lot of stick. We've talked about this before, oh. but he's just not as he's not as bad as people make him out to be. And I'm glad you enjoyed his performance. I thought they both did a good job. As I well. thought they both did a very good job. People say, people, I read the next day. Uh, Joe Buck is very biased, and sometimes I feel that he is too, but, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I might be a little off to the side if I was calling a game. I know he's supposed to stand in the middle, but uh, I think when you're down, it sounds like they're saying nothing but bad things about your team and good things about the other team. So shut up, people. (laughs) 
well, what are they supposed to do? I mean, this this accusation of bias is total nonsense. And again, I've this is something I've said before, but the nature of their job is that they can't really afford to have bias, not because they'd get in trouble or someone would call them out on it, but you have to be open to anywhere a coherent storyline might come from because you have to tell stories constantly. So it, when... The reason they say bad things about the team that's down is because they're looking to build a story that explains why the score is the way it is. So you're not going to talk about why Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time when he's just thrown two interceptions or whatever, right? Right. You're going to talk about, boy, you know, they've had the flu or they, you know, he hasn't, I've heard he hasn't been good in practice or whatever because they have to build some story. Well, and I also think that the, the, the tone of Joe Buck's voice and Troy Aikman is a good combination because I do not like Joe Buck and Tony Romo, whose voice really gets under my skin. Jim Nance and Tony Romo, was that what you're is that what you meant oh, to say? Oh, is it Jim Nance? Oh yeah. Joe Buck doesn't do every network's broadcast too. It's it's really exhausting. Especially yeah. when both games are on the same time. Woof. <laughs> well, he's very professional and he's human, so Leave him alone, people. Leave him alone. Well, I thought he did He did a good job because I mostly didn't notice him. Um, yes, exactly, right? Yeah, which you know, that's not as much the job of the analyst, but the play-by-play guy generally doesn't want to be noticed and maybe, you know, just wants to make a, a highlight moment a little more indelible. Uh, yeah, I thought he did a good job. You know, I thought the refs did a good job, too. Well, except for that first call. What call? The first, the toy cost. What What was that mess? <laughs> the toy cost? What on earth are you talking about? Isn't that what it's called? You said toy cost. <laughs> that is not what I meant. <laughs> not what you meant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the coin dust was a little dodgy. Uh, yeah, I think Bill Vinovich, who was the referee uh, and handling the coin toss, I think his uh, life flashed before his eyes right there because he just <laughs> the game hadn't even started yet. And there have been coin toss snafus. And it's just the as obviously the last thing you want in that moment is for right. anything to be irregular. And he just because of the crowd, he just couldn't quite hear. I think the players couldn't quite hear. And they almost screwed up and gave up the ball. Oh. Um, and so that's why he stopped and basically told them, like, you want the ball, right? Because he didn't. There was a game earlier this year where I won't get into all the complexities of how it works, but there is a little, like, dance to how you state your preference at the coin toss. And basically the the Cowboys spoke out of turn and it would have ended up that the other team would get the ball to start both halves just because they misspoke at the coin toss. Right. That is what almost happened again at the Super Bowl. And Bill Vinovich quite wisely stepped in and said, wait, 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 what do you actually want? And they collected themselves and said it. I thought it was a good job by him, but yes, a, it must have been a, a shot of adrenaline when that started to go sideways, the coin toss business. Well, it was certainly a <sighs> bit of confusion for me. But I thought the coin toss, I thought I have read in the past that the coin toss is already decided beforehand, that that is all just for show. I guess that's not correct. That is not correct. 
Oh, what about that NFL 100 thing? I did not understand that. That ugly blazer? They couldn't fashion something something trendy you know, for them? They didn't do a very good job of explaining it. They really rushed through the beginning of it, and I later understood why. This was a ceremony in which they um, rattled off the members of the NFL 100th anniversary team. A hundred players for the hundredth anniversary and ten coaches, I think. And so they're rattling off all these names and they just rush into it. But then they don't rush, and it takes a very, very, very long time to to get through a hundred names, which sounds like a lot. It's even more than you ever imagined. Um, a hundred football players. And each one has a theme, right, Mom? It's like right, the, right. the Pittsburgh Steelers ruled the 70s. And here's a bunch of Steelers guys. And, and who can forget those the America's team, et cetera, et cetera. But then, like, they're running out of categories. So toward the end, they're like, and how about those wonderful tight ends? And here's a bunch of other guys. <laughs> this endless march toward 100, it really uh, it sapped any energy for me, any pregame energy that had built up, because I just thought, was sitting there wondering, will this ever end? And how many is a hundred anyway? Yeah, it's a lot. And who put this this uh, this show together? This yeah, prestigious... it was so ugly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh God, I I and you, you know. Go ahead. You didn't care for the red blazers? No, I thought they were cheesy. They looked like they came from. Uh, goodwill and i don't know they were just they were <laughs> ugly they were so ugly i expect to see some of them at goodwill soon no no after the ceremony they said all right fellas give us those jackets back we gotta <laughs> dye them green again and get them back to the masters that's right that's right they were just as ugly as those terrible yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terrible, and Tom looked terrible in a white shirt, and uh, that it oh, it was just horrible. It was horrible. Not a flattering look for Brady, no. But it is now that you mention it, and now that I th- think about the Masters thing, and of course the Hall of Fame inductees in football get gold jackets, right? Um, ugly blazers are kind of a tradition in sports because sports casters also wear sort of blazers with the logo on them, right? That's right. a famous part of the sportscaster uniform. Wow, you've really brought something to my attention here, Mom. Yeah, you might have to do another fashion uh, <laughs> column. But also, did you see? Did you see Bill Belichick get booed and he held up his rings? <laughs> yeah, like it, liked yeah. it a lot. Yeah. So let's talk about the halftime show for a minute. Okay, I'm going to let you handle the halftime show because I just I didn't care. All right, and it turns out neither do I. So this was uh, showcasing Shakira and Jennifer Lopez, who I do love. I love you, Jennifer Lopez. You do like Jennifer Lopez. That is, I, I do. do know that. Yeah. Shakira, uh, maybe very talented. Uh, she looked sickly next to Jennifer hmm. and did not have quite the performance. But anyway, I, I, I want to say that as being... In my late 60s, with dad, early 70s, laying in bed on Sunday night, having two women shaking their asses at your face is just not my idea of entertainment. 
Um, well, unfortunately, I can't help you on this because I uh, had dinner with my kids uh, and wife. You know, they didn't see me most of Super Bowl Sunday, so I sort of emerged from the cave and had I dinner see. with them during halftime. So I didn't watch the show. I guess all I can say is that when I'm lying in bed, um, having an ass shaken in my face, you know, sure, that could be my idea of entertainment. <laughs> It's not so far off, so... On the TV? Having an ass shaken at you on TV? You know, I'm not too particular about the medium. Well, I was thinking more like, and this is no disrespect to your wife, but I could see if you would be enjoying it if it was your wife. Oh, this is not where I wanted to go with this. If it were my wife shaking her ass in the Super Bowl halftime show? No, huh. no! In your bedroom. Wow. And yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you've no. taken the TV out of it altogether now. Oh. Yes. Oh, I'm not sure which one of us is more revolted. <laughs> well, why would it be better on TV than in your in your bedroom? <laughs> Answer me. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. And you know. <laughs> I have the New York Times.com up on I just happen to have it on my computer and there's a story on there that says the joy of cooking naked and there's a bunch of oh. oldies just gathered around their um, kitchen oh. island and they're all no. in their glory and oh. I just I I have bad feelings right now. I'm surrounded yes. by bad feelings. Yes. Well let so me just say this. They're not cooking bacon. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. All right, let's move on from this because it's very uncomfortable and I didn't mean any disrespect to Anna, who I love, and I hope she knows that and remembers that. Good God. I, I hope so, too. I hope that never again will you talk about her shaking her ass on well, TV I, or no. No, I... <laughs> I <laughs> Johnny, you get me backed into a corner like this, and I just... <laughs> It's just, just kidding. Everybody knows. No, come on. Everybody knows. It's just a silly. And everybody knows what you were getting at, that okay. I should not be fantasizing about women shaking their ass at me. What is wrong with me? I'm a oh, married man. No, I don't mind anybody. I don't mind if daddy wants to fantasize about that. I don't care. He can think anything he wants. Yes, of course. So can you. I know. It's all fine. Okay. Uh, so what is your grade for Super Bowl 54, Mom? I'm going to give it a B, but only because the Patriots were not in it. Otherwise, I would just give it an A because it was very relaxing. A B? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well. So the circle was a D plus and the Super Bowl is a B. Is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. You know, I don't love football like you do. Well, I know B is a pretty good grade, I think, on your scale. That's why I'm a little confused. Whereas The Circle, I thought we had a conversation about it, and you had a lot, you were thinking about that show a lot, and then at the end, you just gave it a plop, D plus. Right, be Get out because I didn't want people to waste their time and watch it. I would rather have people go out and live life than watch people pretending to live a life. I see, I see. So you are... Uh, you're doing some social engineering with your grades here. I think they're just to tell people how you think, not to really shape people's behavior. Okay? okay. Anyway, 
We'll discuss that for future editions. Mom, do you have a recommendation this week? I do, because, again, I'm looking for some relief from the telephone calls, the people knocking on the front door, television, the politics. I'm sick of it all. I have now turned to Turner Classic Movies in search of relief. And there's some good stuff on there, probably... Find something that you haven't seen. I know it takes a commitment to watch a movie, uh, but I think it's good to take a break from the harshness of the world sometimes, and this is a great avenue to explore to do that. So you have rediscovered Turner Classic Movies, the cable channel, right? Yes, I have. Does Turner Classic Movies have an app? It has a channel. What more does it need? Well, not everybody has cable now, you know what I mean? Oh, oh. Well, probably anything that... Oh, I don't know. They do have an app. I don't know if you need a cable subscription to see it. I'm just trying to lay out the options for people. But in any case, seek it out. TCM, what have you watched recently on TCM? I watched Funny Girl. I have Dr. Zhivago ready to go. Uh, And then some crap movies. But they're very nice. They're very... They're relaxing. That's what I'm trying to say. They're just relaxing. Yeah, yeah. Maltese Falcon. Oh, that's the worst movie I ever saw. It is. Yes, I hated it. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Not that I saw it with you, but I remember that you hate the Maltese Falcon. That's funny. Okay. TCM, good recommendation, Mom. Okay. That'll do it for this week's edition of Pop Mom. Mom and I will be back next week to talk about more pop culture. Um, what are we going to talk about, Mom? Uh, definitely. Most definitely next week, something interesting. Oh, that'll be good. Okay. All right. So next week, Mom and I will talk about something interested. Oh, no, no, no sorry. No, no. I read that wrong. It's something interesting. Oh, even better. Okay, thanks for listening. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends. That is important. Hey, we love to get email. It's popmom at ological.net. Talk to us about anything. Tell us your problems. Suggest a show or movie for us to review on the podcast. Whatever. The world is your oyster, and you can direct it to popmom at ological.net. We love you. Mom and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now, Mom. Bye, Johnny. I love you. Love you too.